church you didn't plant and houses and so forth and, and cities that you didn't build. Uh, beware. That's when you are going to be attacked by the devil. I read some of the stories of the children of Israel after they got to the promised land and it just, well, it just kind of sparked me, I guess, to why in the world would they go through all they did and then fail God after they got over there and everything was handed to them. Thank you for all you do, but we, we got our own desires now. Amen. Praise God. Hebrews, the sixth chapter. And uh, I will be going through the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, and the eleventh verses tonight. I will don't know how far I'll get in that, but I hope to get there. But amen. Verse number seven. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh often upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But that which, which briars and thorns beareth, that's what beareth thorns and briars, excuse me, is rejected and is nigh unto cursing whose end is to be, be burned. But beloved, we, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, and in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Now, I, uh, I will just kind of, you know, just remind our minds of what we went through in the first six verses. And you will know, amen, that's one of those we went through for several weeks. And I did my best to try to, uh, to lay it out in such a way that we could, we could understand what, what the writer was saying. And I think it was the Apostle Paul, I don't know. But uh, we will just say, amen, it was Paul and he was doing his best to... Uh, to not only talk to them about God's work, but to warn them of what the potential is in their failures and in their forgettings and turning back, amen, to the things that they had left, amen. And uh, amen, the uh, seventh verse says, we, when the earth drank in the water and it cometh, amen, it bringeth forth herbs and so forth. But, you know, there was... There was, there was the mention there in verse number eight that there was, there was that same soil bringing forth briars and thorns and, and, and so forth. In other words, it was not bringing forth fruit good for anything. Amen. And they were, they were in danger of being burned. It is nigh unto cursing and the end is to be burned. And that, that was uh, ref, referring to, and of course, I think we'd last... Wednesday night we talked about Jesus telling the parable about the various types of soil. Uh, we all have one of those four types of soil. We, 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 we all have one of those four types of soil. We either get soil that says, that's ah, just Brother Patterson up there talking and I think I've heard some of this before. And, and uh, so uh, you really... It, the birds are going to get it. 
And then some will be choked out because when you meet somebody else that says, you know what, I think you folks are, uh, I think you folks are, are crazy. I think you folks are, are on the wrong track. Amen. And, and, and you start doubting your own experience in God. There's all kinds of attacks that the devil is going to try to, to, to do for us. So it's, you, you, you have to make a decision on what kind of soil. Amen. Uh, now, I'll tell you what the farmer does. The farmer goes and digs out the rocks, and the farmer goes and cuts down all those little briars and stuff, and he plows up that hard ground, and all of it can be good soil. You know, it's not, it's not that you were born with a hard heart or not, not that you were born with rocks in your head. I'm a hard heart. But we all have the same soil. It's just what's been growing in it makes a difference what we receive. Amen. Praise God. Uh, and then, amen, we, verse number Verse eight, in which we have bare thorns, and then they reject nigh unto burning. But beloved, we persuade better things of you, things that accompany salvation. Amen, amen. So, uh, what what really what really started was this. That's the first three chapter, first three verses is this. Now, laying aside, you know, let me just back up. Amen. And read the first three verses, and that's therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on to perfection not laying again the foundations of repentance, amen, from dead works and faith toward God, of the doctrines of baptism, laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgments. And this will we do if God will permit us, amen. So that's the foundation that he is talking about. And he was warned in fourth, fifth, and sixth verses of not standing upon that foundation, but turning back to, amen. The, and so uh, this, is, this is the commandments. Let us go on from where we are, praise God, let us go on, amen. There is still, there is still some conquering to do. There is still some mountains to climb, amen. I, I, I've just read Caleb and, and how that he, you know, Caleb, he, he, he was one of those that said, let's go up at once and, 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 and take the land, amen. And when he got to the land of promise, he said, give me Hebron. Amen. Hebron was where all the giants was. All those that rejected, they didn't want to go up because the giants there. He said, well, I'll take them. I'll, I, will, I, want their, I want their houses. I want their city. Amen. Because he believed God was on his side. Amen. So we just, I'm going to go on. I believe, I, I, I believe God can take care of anything that I amen, endeavor to do for him. Amen. Going on to perfection means, amen, soul saving. Now, I think we talked about this last Wednesday night, amen, about Galatians, amen. Now, the works of the flesh are these, and then there is the, amen, works of the Spirit, or amen, what God can do for us, amen. And I got these questions. I'm gonna just, a couple of times tonight, I may just talk about it a little bit. Uh, question number one is how long has it been have you, have you been in the church and uh, you don't have to answer that you, 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 out loud but I, I, I know that there's people been in this church for 20 years 30 years 40 years maybe I don't know how long you've been in the church 
Number, question number two is, how many souls have you won to the And so then you could add all those up or think and maybe and you invited whatever. Amen. You, 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 you're the only one that knows all of that and uh, you're the one who can calculate it. How many, uh, how many souls have you won? And then number three is how, am, how many am I focusing them on now to win? These, these ought to be questions in our mind that stays there. Amen. Am I, am I seeking for souls? Am I, am I endeavoring to reach somebody? Amen. It's, 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 our focus ought to be going on after we have received the Holy Ghost, going to perfection, going on doing the work of God. Amen. By the works of the Spirit that is working in us, we have the Holy Ghost. And I, I don't know where the Lord spoke to me or not, but it's, it's nothing simple. It's just something simple. But I think he was telling me that the, 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 what's probably wrong with a lot of us that we think talking in tongues is the most important thing. We've got to make sure we can talk in tongues ever so often. That's the initial evidence of the Holy Ghost. But that's not what God wants his Holy Ghost to be. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Amen. It's not that you're going to get to talk in tongues a few times. Amen. That's the initial evidence. I believe in Holy Ghost filled, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. But I believe it is to be used from then on for the supernatural work of God, amen, that makes us set apart from everybody else. There ought to be so much power in this church. Amen. I am always astounded, and it just comes back through my mind every so often, that a Roman soldier could tell Jesus, you don't even have to come to my house. You just speak the word, and my servant will be healed. And so he, he goes back home, and the servant's healed. Jesus, you don't, amen. I, I, I know that you got the power. Amen. Praise God, just to say it. And, uh, you know, I, I mull that in over in my mind sometimes. I pray prayers and, and I don't get answers. And I do know, and I'll, I'll tell you right up front, my, my situation, your situation too, it's not God's fault. Somewhere the connection between us and God, somewhere our lives or whatever. Amen. God said to Israel, you're going to pray, but I won't answer you. I won't hear you. Because you, 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 there's, you, you've cut off the connections by the life you live, spirit. And he didn't, that's not, I'm adding that to the scripture somewhat there. But if, if our heart's right, if our mind's right, our spirit's right, and we have faith enough, ask anything you want, and I'll do it. Amen. Now don't say I said that. I, I was saying what God said. Amen. Hallelujah. And if there's something wrong, that's where we need to be working on. We need to work on, on fixing the things, amen, that's disconnected, that some way that we, we, we've got to get back connected to God to where that we can see the miraculous works of God being done. 
Now you say, well, you divine healing or whatever. I, whatever. God can do whatever he wants to do. It's just our faith. Amen. I said amen. I'll be content too if you want to. Beloved, we, pers- we are persuaded better things of you. Amen. You have reported, amen, amen. Uh, you're, you're experiencing God. Now I am persuaded that there's better things ahead. I, I, I met a lady today. Uh, she had in her hand a whole handful of lifesavers. And uh, she was telling what she was doing. I, uh, I go around talking to people about the Lord. And I gave him a lifesaver. I mean, the whole package of lifesavers. And uh, she said, that's, that's, the way I, uh, that's the way I am trying to, to witness for the Lord. I'm giving it, I'm a lifesaver. I'm trying to save lives. I know what denomination she was. She wasn't a Pentecostal. But we ought to always, you don't have to carry lifesavers in your hand, but I was impressed with her. I was inspired by her. I was encouraged to see Amen, that she was out doing, amen, that kind of work. I mean, she was, she was ready. Amen. You, what do you got in your hand? I got some lifesavers. And she was talking to people about the Lord. Amen. We got lifesavers in our heart. Amen. We, we, praise God. We, we need to be about the Father's business. And I got a note here. Now, if you're unsure of your salvation then that's where you need to work on. And if, if the Lord was to come tonight, are you sure you're ready? If you're not, that's where you need to work on tonight. Amen. Don't, don't hope or wish, just believe, amen, that you're in the perfect will of God. You're in the, amen. God, God's put his spirit within you and you know it's in there. And, and you're trying to, amen, utilize that spirit or use that spirit, or should I say, let it use you. That's the best way to say that, amen, to do what God wants to do. Hallelujah. Amen. We have joined God's army. We are committed to him as his servants. And I don't want him to come around and look and see his servants sleeping when they're supposed to be doing something. Well, you'd fire them, wouldn't you? You hired somebody to clean up your house and you find them back there in your bedroom asleep. <clears throat> Lord, help us. Amen. I'm expecting better things from you. Amen. I'm persuaded better things from you. The things that accompany salvation. That's verse number nine. Things that accompany salvation. What companies? What companies salvation? Pardon? Fruits of the Spirit. What, what companies? What goes along with salvation is what it means. After you get the Holy Ghost. If you got the Holy Ghost. Now, what, what's going on from there? Going on from there, it says. Witnessing. Now, I'm just, I'm just trying to get our minds thinking. We ought to be doing some things that accompanies Christian living, Christian salvation. salvation. What God has done for us. 
Amen. You know, you know, their experience of the Holy Ghost is what? It's fire. Well, fire, if, if you've got fire, then what company salvation is spreading your fire? <laughs> I'll just pause here. It's, it's not in my notes or whatever, but, but do you know the two elements of God's judgment? First element of God's judgment was that he stored the earth by, by water. The second element of God's judgment was that he's going to store the, destroy it again by fire. Those two elements is the elements of salvation. You've got to be baptized and with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Amen. So the two elements of God's judgment is the two elements of salvation. And since we have got the Holy Ghost, we ought to be going on from there. Amen. All you folks, that, your men folks that, well, I'll, I'll leave that where, where he is. God expects things, amen, that accompany salvation to be ministered in our lives. J. Vernon McGee uh, said this, not, not things that leads to salvation, but things that accompany salvation. We're not falling back, amen, but moving forward. And that means, basically means after we have salvation, it's not just keep on going back again and back again and back again and trying to give up to that we can talk in tongues or we can get up to the spirit even fills our lives. We ought to be going on from there. Amen. Am I making sense? Amen. Praise God. Drake said, we are persuaded that you will not apostatize and not neglect your salvation so as to reap the judgments of God as some of the brethren have done in verses four through six. You know, that was just Nate trying to interpretate a little bit of what he was saying. We gotta go on, amen, that for, and start utilizing the things that accompany salvation. Maybe we should, we should add this two things to our accompanying salvation. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, amen, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, and so forth. We ought to be adding these things that accompany salvation. May we just turn there? Galatians. Amen. Praise God. I'm trying to divide my, my pages here. Amen. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Amen. And they that are Christ's have crucified this flesh. Amen. I put this there. Amen. With the affections thereof. Amen. Amen. These are the things that ought to be a part of going on. These are things that ought to be manifest in our life. Amen. Don't, don't fly off the handle. Uh, you know, 
Christians ought to be the most smiley people. Happy people. Praise God. Well, how are you doing? Oh, I tell you what. I tell you what. My dog's sick. You know, I, 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 I know some people say, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay when they're really not. But, I, but we ought not to be the complainers that we are sometimes, okay? David Ramsey. How many knows what David Ramsey says every time somebody asks him how he's doing? Better than I deserve. That's right. You ought to be thankful that the way you are, in the, because you are, you're right now, amen, reaping more of the things of God than you deserve. Making sense? Praise God. Now, I'm going to read in Hebrews, verse number 10. Amen. I'll read verse nine, but beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, things that accompany salvation, amen, though we thus speak, for God is not unrighteous to forget your works. God, God knows, maybe I could tell you, I mean, you know, you, God knows every thought of our minds, every desires of our heart, and he knows our abilities and he knows our inabilities. He's not asking anything of us that we cannot do. Amen. Amen. And then verse 10 tells us, amen. Praise God. For God is not unrighteous to forget your works. Now, I can go right back to verse 4, 5, and 6 of this chapter. Whether you're wondering if, if, if God's, amen, will not allow you to, amen, to, you know you fail God. Can I get back to God? Yes. And I think that the writer here is saying, amen, God is not going to forget the things that you have done. If you're trying, if you're striving, not that you're just throwing the towel and leave. Amen. You're, you're, not, going to, you're not going to get a reward in heaven unless you have, have victory battles. Amen. Am I making sense? He's not going to forget your good works and your labor of love. God keeps good records. Hallelujah. He knows. He knows what we can do. He knows what we can't do. Praise God. He observes our thoughts, our actions. Amen. And I, and, and, and I do know that we need to make sure that we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk with our minds and Amen. Pray without ceasing doesn't mean that you're on your knees. But you ought to keep your mind in the meditation of communication with God. That's what prayer is. Prayer is communication with God. Now, I'm, 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 I read this book the other day. And I, I, don't exactly, I don't exactly agree with the guy in a, in a way. And then another way, I do agree with him. He said, a person never prays to God until he gets in the spirit. In other words, you got to pray until you get in the spirit so you can communicate with God. I, I don't really agree with all of that in a way, but he was ready, I think he was really talking about intercessory praying. Maybe it, it, that's be true, that we can't pray intercessorily, 
unless we are in the spirit ourselves in that. But there ought to be a meditation on our minds and hearts. And I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters, that's hard for me to do and hard for you to do too. I keep bringing my mind back and saying, God, those, those, those things, I, I was today. I was, I was kind of going over this and talking and talking to myself, you know, kind of, and, uh, and all of a sudden my mind just went off and I, was, I went through some, <laughs> what, man, you know, what I would do, what this, that, and the other. And the next thing I know, I said, God, I speak against my own thoughts and my mind. I, I didn't even want to go there. What good is it? It wasn't bad. It was just, it was just wandering around with your mind. Amen. And uh, trying to get my mind back to spiritual communication with God. Amen. We, that's, 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 that's the thing that, that we, we battle sometimes. Amen. And God said, I, I, I'm, 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 I've got a record of, and I'm not going to forget what you've done. Now, I could, I, I could just speak right now to all of you and, and ask you, you know, to reminisce some of the thoughts in your mind and some of the thoughts that you've done and the works you've done. And there's a many of you here that could name off many things that you have done for God, for his purpose, didn't mean a thing to you as far as to say it was a reward for you. You didn't get nothing out of it. Uh, you're praying that you was praying for people and, and they may not responded, but uh, it's not wasted. You got a reward for it. Amen. You may get a crown for, for if they get in the church or whatever, but if you prayed for them and sought them and went to see, their, see them and put out yourself... Amen. You're going to get a reward for that. Now, the writer is trying to tell us, amen, after the fourth, fifth, and sixth verses, amen, it kind of got us down. And every one of us, I guarantee you, I, I had some things I'm skipping here because uh, sometimes you need to start asking your questions. How come me to be so cast down and worried about some things? Amen. But now the Lord says, I'm not, I'm not going to forget what you've done. Amen. Praise God. Just keep on doing it though. <laughs> Can I say it that way? Yes. Amen. It's not what you've done and when you quit, but just keep on. I'm, 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 I've got a record of, of your sacrifice. I've got a record of what you give and I've got a record, amen, of how much you've, how much you've labored for the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. And I will begin reading a few verses of scripture in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8. Amen. Amen. I could back up a few verses, but I want Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. For by the grace are you saved through faith, and that's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Amen. Not by works, lest any man should boast. And that is not works with your hands. That's the works of the law. Amen. Lord, good master, what, what is it going to take me to make it to heaven? You know the law. Now, I, I, there's something else you need to do, and that's, that's with your hands. You've kept the law 
of Moses, but you had not kept the laws of God or the laws, amen, of a spirit, of a church member. Praise God. Amen. It's, it's, the, uh, it's that labor of love. Amen. That God's going to reward you for. Paul here is referring to the works of the law is not going to be that we can boast of. All these have I kept from my youth up, the man said. And Jesus said, you're still like it. There's one thing that you still like. Amen. It is your life of, in this flesh. It's all yours. You ain't done nothing for anybody else. And why don't you just go and straighten that up? You know, I'm, I'm, that's my interpretation of that. Go sell it all and give to the poor. And then you can come up. And, and, and he said, that's not what I was talking about. You just tell me a law, you know. Amen. Matthew chapter 19. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Verse 19, verse 16. And behold, one came to him, good master, what things should I do that I may inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, which Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witnesses unto thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And the young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. What do I like yet? And Jesus said, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven. Come and follow me. And when the young man heard that, he went away sorrowful. And Jesus said, oh, something that you ought to say. Well, just stand and thank God that we're poor. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Jesus said, man, amen, very well saying to you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Right. He's not talking to us. <laughs> but it is so true people trust in their riches to take care of everything but their soul and that's, that's the, that the point is that we trust in our riches to take care of you know we believe that we believe that money can take care of us the rest of our life or whatever and all of us you know, I, I don't want to get off the lesson too much, but you know what? I, I, I could never retire and, and go fishing every day or whatever, go prop my feet up somewhere. It, I'm, 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 I'm geared to do something. Amen. And uh, it ought to be in the right directions and, and so forth. Amen. God... God has blessed us financially. He's blessed us health-wise or whatever. And we're, we're, we're just, we just got to, we can't, we can't quit. We, these folks running up down the road, these motor homes, I've thought about it time or two. You know, I'd love to have a good motor home running up down the road. 
And then I think about twice, I say, I wouldn't have one. Somebody give me one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I got one sitting out yonder and it's sitting there rotting it now. But, but the point is, point is, what good is life if you're not accomplishing something for God? Not yourself, but for God. What would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What are we? Only one life, it'll soon be passed. And only what is done for Christ will last. Praise God. That's scripture. Titus. Amen. Titus, right after Timothy. Titus chapter three. Titus chapter three. I'll begin reading verse number five. It says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercies he saved us by the washing of regeneration and by the renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the, amen, praise God, according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying. And these things, amen, and and these things I will that thou affirm Constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Amen. That's Paul writing to Titus. He said, we ought to, we ought to keep our, maintain our good works. Now, I know it's not by works that any man should boast but by his grace, he has saved us. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the problem with the church today in many denominations is you don't have to do anything for salvation. The Lord give it to you free. I, I, I'll agree somewhat to that as far as to say you don't have to do anything for salvation except repent and amen, clean up your life. And open it, have your vessel clean. That's when he comes in. But it's after that, it's the works of righteousness. It's works. It's doing something. Hallelujah. And I am thankful to the Lord that I do believe that, uh, that we're kind of gearing up for these home Bible studies and prayer groups and whatever we can do. But uh, I, I get, I'm gonna tell you, I, honestly, I'll, I'll confess to you. Ever so often, I get this inspiration and this conviction, I guess, and I put a bunch of tracks in my car, and I'm going to have a track always on me wherever I go, amen, just like that one with this, those lifesavers. I want to have a track on me. And you know what? That lasts for about a month. And the next thing you know, I, I get put on my clothes, and there's not one around, so I just go, and, and it, it just drifts away, and I forget it. Are you, are you that way? You make these commitments that you're going to do and, and you, you slack up on them and you have to renew your spirit and your attitude. You know, I got it, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm supposed to be a soul winner every day. 
I'm supposed to be somebody witnesses every day. Hallelujah. Uh, I know, I'm not saying you've got to be like the Bible. You know, tells them they had to have, have scriptures on their arms, amen, and, and, and frontlets between their eyes and, and, and so forth. So everywhere they went, when they walked up to you, you see the scriptures. It was, you can read, you know, uh, that was the way they had a witness, and I guess I, I, you know, I don't know, but you know, we don't have to do all of that, but we ought to at least have some way. This woman carrying around those those uh, lifesavers. What you got those lifesavers? All that big bundle of lifesavers for? Well, and then she started in. Amen. It was just an opening. Amen. Now don't walk up to anybody and ask them how the weather is because they're gonna. Take that about that long to tell you how bad it is. And then you've done lost your witness. <laughs> Just shake your hand and say, God's good today. Praise God. You know, he's, amen, and hallelujah. You don't have to say what I'm going to say. I, I'm 84 years old and God's blessed me. Amen. And I, I tell that a lot of times because I am glad. Amen. And I can, I can be like... Uh, What's the name of this? Called his name while ago. Better than I deserve. But uh, the Lord's good to us. And the Lord has put us in the church for a witness, a soldier. Amen. Now, I don't know for sure what I'm going to say, kosher or not, but, uh, but, you know, but. But parents that's got kids 40 years old still living at home needs to open the door and kick them right somewhere, you know, out the door. And say, go to work. Do something. (laughs) Now, I'm just trying to do that today, tonight to tell you. You know what? If you're 40 years old, still in the church, Go to work. Let's do something. Amen. Let's take the next few years of our lives and let's do something for God. Amen. That we will be proud of. The Lord will be proud of. Amen. In eternity, we will have rewards for it. Amen. We we ought to be thinking all the time. We should be thinking all the time. God help us to think all the time that we are soul winners for God. We are his soldiers. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I, mm, mm, mm. That's, that's, another, that's another sermon I thought about. Praise God. Amen. I, we, we ought to inspire each other. We ought to inspire each other. I cannot, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my, my, my memory. I cannot remember what church it was that I was, uh, they was in, uh, that uh, when they came to church, the conversations in the hallways, the conversations with the people is, how many did you witness to today? Or how many did you witness you? How many, how many did you bring to church, bring anybody to church today? That was, that was on their minds all the time. When they was in church, they were talking about what they had done, who they had witnessed to, and how many they brought to church. Amen, it was, 
it was a, it was a revival church, whatever which one it was, I cannot remember. God help me. Uh, I keep saying God's blessed me with a good forgetter, and uh, that's it may be good in some things, but it's not so good even for things that you know that could be good testimonies. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6. Amen. In verse number 10 and verse number 11, God is not unrighteous to forget our works, our works, our works, and labor of love. Amen. Which we have shown toward his name in that you have ministered the saints and do minister. Now he's referring to the Hebrews and talking to ministries, I guess, in that. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the fullness, amen, assurance of hope unto the end. We are, we are persuaded or we are desiring that every one of us be like newborn babies in Christ. I cannot remember, Brother Harrelson may remember, but there's a high percentage, I think it's 80, 80 plus or some percent of all new people that come into the church are brought into the church by new converts. The least qualified as far as to say as their knowledge of the word of God or whatever, but they're the most qualified by the spiritual desire that they have and that is what, brothers and sisters, that needs to be revived in every one of us old folks, that we're the soul winners and we're the ones that teaches them. I heard one yes. I was listening for some others, but come on. Amen. Amen. That's where we are, brothers. Amen. Amen. The ones that knows, the ones that could, uh, but but that, that spirit's worn off. That's whatever. You've always heard this. I heard a little young person got into church and he was just he was on fire for God and and so forth and he was just so happy and he was trying to talk to this and he meant talking about Jesus to everybody and they said ah, he'll 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 get over that. That's something we should never get over. Amen. Because God's done so much for all of us and he gets us to the place. You know, what would, it, what would have happened if the disciples, when Jesus left, they would, they would kind of said, well, you know, he's gone and there's no use us trying to do anything anymore. Uh, you know, he said, I'm gonna give you power, but uh, he, they'd already had that before. I don't know where you notice when you're reading the Bible or not this scripture. But Jesus calls his disciples and then he sent them out, not, not with a Bible, didn't take a script with them. He sent them out witnessing and he gave them power, healed the sick, cast out devils, raised the dead, freely you have received, yeah, free you give. These were, these were dumb New converts, believers, excuse me, saying all this, but they hadn't had the Holy Ghost, they didn't have nothing. 
and yet they were able to perform the miracles of God? They come back and said, Lord, even the devil is subject to us through your name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now he's given us that same power. And didn't even just, didn't just put it on us. He put it in us. Amen. Holy Ghost. Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost come to you to be witnesses. That's us. Now, therefore, leaving the principles, the doctrine of salvation, let's go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of it. Amen. Repentance and amen from dead works, faith toward God. Amen. amen. Baptisms. Lord. We've already had all that. We ought to be going on. <laughs> and we desire, verse number 11, and we desire every one of you Amen. You show, you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Don't let your spiritual life go lay dormant. Don't let it die. Don't let it, amen, falter. Amen. Well, I've, you, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, God help me, I'm, 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 Maybe I'm not off the lesson, but maybe I'm. But I despised, I despised working with people. It says, I was looking for a job when I found this one. If you had no more interest in that, why don't you just go find you another one now? Amen. 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 There ought to be something about us that we found what we, where we want to offer our lives to and retire from. And that is, amen, a Christian Amen, doing God's work. Praise God. Amen. Other translations say you, you sow the same zeal and you sow the same earnestness. Amen. Amen. And to manifest the same drive and earnestness and the same zeal, amen, to the end. Don't, don't just get the Holy Ghost to sit down. I've told a story about the old lady. Excuse me. I don't know where she's the old lady or not. She's probably younger than I am. But uh, got prayed, the church prayed for her for, for, for years to get the Holy Ghost. Had a great revival and, and something got a hold of her. And she got up the altar and she prayed through the Holy Ghost. And the next night, after, after she got the Holy Ghost one night, and the next night she's sitting back there with her arms crossed like this, laughing. And they said, come on up here and pray for somebody. I said, well, I got the Holy Ghost. We know you got the Holy Ghost. Come on up here and pray for these folks. But I don't need to. I got the Holy Ghost. Well, sister, I prayed for you for 10 years to get the Holy Ghost. Why don't you come up here and pray for somebody else to get the Holy Ghost? I got it. Uh, I don't think she probably kept it very long either. That's sarcastically saying... Not, not, not saying that God couldn't keep her, but amen. It's, it's, either, it's either bring some fruit or you're gonna, you're gonna, the Lord's going to cut your tree down. Cast you into the fire and be burned. That's, that's what the first scripture I read. So, what the story is, 
that what I am going to be closing tonight is this, that we just think of what we can do for the Lord, what we should be doing for the Lord, who that we could be reaching because we want to be about the Father's business and we don't want to bring forth, amen. We want to bring forth good fruit. We've got to be fruit bearers. More than, more than one, two, or three scriptures Jesus talked about. Amen. If you don't bring forth good fruit, if, you, if you're not fruit bearing, then you're good for nothing. And every one of those refers to a Christian life. Every one of them refers to a Christian tree. Amen. He wasn't a botanist or whatever. I don't know what botanist is. Flowers, I think, but amen. Why don't we stand? And I don't know what kind of attitude that you have I've come across to you tonight. But if I have tried to interpret these scriptures in the proper way and tried to relay to you what the writer of Hebrews is talking to when he's talking to these people, and he is not, when he wrote fourth, fifth, and sixth verses, he was wrote to people that were in danger going back. Maybe some of them did, I don't know. But he was talking about better things for you and I and expecting some things out of our lives. Amen. And that Hebrew church, amen, these are Jews that got the Holy Ghost. And he said, you know what? You got to keep going on. Every time that you get discouraged, every time that you get despondent or whatever in, 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 in your spiritual life, that you want to stop going, coming to church or whatever, it's because... The spirit, amen, is dying in you to where that you do not have that, 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 that spirit that God, 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 that's not God's spirit that way. I mean, you get on your knees and start praying, amen, he'll renew some, he'll renew a spirit within you that you want to touch the world some way. Amen. Praise God. There's a philosophy that a lot of us have. We want to come to church to get blessed. And really, I want you to always think of this. You come to church to be a blessing. Amen. To share your blessing. Amen. Lord Jesus, I hope tonight God.